Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. Amanda and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 29 for me and season 25 for Amanda. And this is day 7 of season 97. Our first question asks for the name for a common pastry used in pies that is derived from a word once used to describe crumbly foods. No idea. Mm. Absolutely none. Uh, so I you know, tried finding another clue in the in the question. I tried thinking of uh, simple pastries. I tried just anything I could think of. Drawing on my vast store of watching maybe half of Great British Bake Off seasons. <laughs> and just... You know, thinking like, well, I, I've heard that pound cake is like a very simple thing, but it's it's named after the fact that that's like the amount of ingredients. Mm. Um, so then I just thought, well, something crumbly would be a biscuit. Is a biscuit a fairly simple baked good to make? It seems like. Seems like it would probably just be these four ingredients that were given, and it's kind of pie dough-ish. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, Okay. I'll say biscuit because clearly I'm just overthinking it. <laughs> yeah, this one um, really threw me a little bit in the sense that as soon as I read, you know, uh, a word describing foods that are crumbly, like the canonical most crumbly thing I can think of is shortbread. Mm. Um, but I thought, how does that apply to pie dough? Like I couldn't think of a term that kind of brought that together and I thought about putting down just short because I, I think that would be the the word in question that denotes that mm. um, but I, I thought I've never sort of seen those two things in conjunction like the pie and the short thing and I tried to think of lots of different possibilities for um, French terms that would relate to this sure, because sure. partly I was kind of like it's pie dough it's like that's that's what it is there's not another term for pie dough it's pie dough um and so i thought well you know then clearly it's got to be going for a word that's derived from another language like french or probably french because pastry is sure. you know just that's kind of the it feels like the epicenter of pastry mm -hmm. i would guess um and so i ended up putting down croute because i thought like on croute is like a way of describing something in pie dough, I think. Um, and, you know, I, I wasn't sure that that was really the right term for it or anything, but that was the thing I could think of that sounded like a baking or pastry term that wasn't just pie dough, which is right there in the question. So I put down croute, C-R-O-U-T-E. The answer was short crust. Yeah, I mean, I guess I it, it like that's sort that's if you said what category of pastry is pie dough in, I guess that's it. Um, it's and it's definitely a term of art. It's just something that you will rarely see talked about unless you're into kind of like the technical aspects of baking, you know. And and I guess that's kind of why we're here in Learned League because we like jargon and. Sure. specialized terms mm -hmm. and uh we had a discussion with our group of friends who are in the league um some of whom are very good bakers and um you know and and foodies generally um and 
kind of figured like a couple people put down things like shortbread and shortcake, which if it's accepted by the automated system, okay. I think though that that would like, and some people who might've put, just put down short, which that I would argue should, um, should be credited because that's the term here that like etymologically short is the kind of food that is crumbly. Like that's, that's oh, okay. the word that means crumbly. Huh. It's contrasted with, hmm. you know, in contrast to something that was a dough that had like long properties would be something stretchy like pizza dough. Okay. Um, that you would, you know, could draw out into a long string or what have you. Um, but shortbread just, you know, crumbles. It doesn't do that. Um, and so maybe the term short should be accepted. It's certainly not given as a, the correct answer. Um, but probably not shortbread or shortcake just because those are different pastries. They're not, they're not pie dough. So anyway, uh, a lot of uh, additional explanation that probably nobody wanted. Uh, but the answer was short crust. And I feel fairly certain that I have never heard those 10 letters in that precise order in my entire life. I am going to start using it as an insult, I think. Reasonable. Way to go, short crust. <laughs> Question two asks us for the DJ and production duo that uh, had a song with Dua Lipa a few years back. Right. Um, that uh, it was 2018, and I, I don't know the song. I, I, I even know, like... I have one of Dua Lipa's albums, but I know like so much less about current pop music than almost any other era of pop music. So um, this was just a sheer guess. I thought maybe this was like, you know, Swedish DJs. I put John and Sven. It doesn't, it was just a <laughs> guess. Like, I'm not even sure if that's a, a real thing that I've conjured or not, sure. but I just did not know this one. Uh, I I didn't either. I tried thinking of pop music duos or DJs and producers and the like. Mm. Uh, and I first thought like Chemical Brothers maybe, but I feel like they broke up a long time ago. Mm. Um, and then I thought Chainsmokers. Oh. They were a thing, right? They've had some hit songs. Are they DJs? Are they producers? I have no idea. I don't know who most DJs and producers are. Yeah. Other than Jack Antonoff. I don't think he's a <laughs> DJ. I think he's just a producer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, for, for lack of anything better, I said Chainsmokers. I will say I ruled out Daft Punk. Because um, they, yeah, I, I they were the ones that came right to mind. Because yeah. I was like, they're, you know. I, yeah, I don't know that they've. I, highly successful. I don't know whether they've any, done any other producing. I don't either. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, probably thought of them briefly and discarded them just because I, I I was fairly certain that while they were a duo, they were not a duo who would have done this mm -hmm. in, in this capacity. But. Yeah, so anyway, the correct answer was Diplo and Mark Ronson or Silk City, yeah. which I have not heard of that as a collaboration at all. Yeah. I've probably heard of Diplo and especially Mark mm -hmm. Ronson separately because yeah. um, I couldn't escape Uptown Funk, that's for mm -hmm. sure. Yep. Um, but yeah. Swing and a miss. Uh, question three, on the other hand, asks <laughs> us for the name of an arcade video game from 1980 with an arthropod involved. Yeah, this is Centipede. Yeah. Or Millipede. Yeah. The pointless sequel to it. <laughs> uh, Centipede was, 
I won't say unique, but it was uh, different from the uh, many of the other early video games in that it would, had a trackball. Oh yeah. That you so you could zip your your shooter thing around much quicker than uh, just using the joystick back and forth like in Space Invaders. True. True. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, one of the notable features of it, and also the fact that you could uh, move up and down as well as uh, mm-hmm. as well as just back and forth. But, yes. Yeah, this was centipede. Mm-hmm. Sank a lot of dollars in a centipede in the day. Oh yeah, I certainly did as well. Um, and yeah, this is this is one of those classic arcade games that if you've ever been in in an arcade, you've probably seen. I, I think there were versions for the Atari consoles, you know, yep. which is as far forward as most of my console knowledge extends. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've I've played my share of centipede. Um, less so millipede, um, you know, so I, I definitely put down centipede for my answer, mm-hmm. um, because I didn't want to take some risk of forgetting, I don't know, some, some other random sequel thing that I didn't, you know, have a good knowledge of. Um, so yeah, this, this seemed like a pretty straightforward one. Um, even if you like know what an arthropod is, mm-hmm. um, but just, you know, flattened, worm-like arthropod. I, yeah. That seems like it would clue you in if you'd ever heard of Centipede. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know what, uh, what legacy it has amongst video gamers who were not yeah. playing it at the time. I don't know whether it has kind of disappeared or whether it's still kind of considered, you know, in the, in the historical pantheon. I feel like I, I don't hear about it anymore. Yeah, it's... Like it it um, hasn't been you know, sequelized and franchised and such like over the years, like right. in Donkey Kong slash Mario Brothers has been. But Yeah, because there's really no plot or characters or anything like that. It's mm. just a shoot at this thing game. Yep. You know, so it would have been difficult to do that for sure. Um, really just a kind of what it probably has most of a legacy of is it was a time waster kind of game, mm-hmm. like a smartphone app, time waster. Yeah. There's probably smartphone versions of it. That might be the only legacy it's got, if that exists. Yeah. I haven't looked it up. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did, uh, or if there was some, you know, arcade collection of games mm-hmm. like that that you could get for your smartphone. Um, so, although I'm not sure how it'd work, but, you know, that's not my job. Uh, so, yeah, this was sent to Peter Millipede. Question four asks us what island group uh, combined with the Caicos Islands uh, forms a British overseas territory? Right. Uh, So this is Turks and Caicos, um, which is one of those, uh, you know, kind of a sticky uh, term. If you've ever just kind of poured over a map or a list of countries or something, it's there's no other you know, country name or island group name quite like it. Um, you know, I, I don't, because there's kind of a rhythm to it. There's, I don't know, there's, mm-hmm. again, it's just unique and memorable. Um, so I just put down Turks. I didn't add the word islands or anything like that because mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm going to put down the key piece of knowledge and yeah. and not complicate things further. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I had to think Turks and Caicos. Am I making that up? I don't think so. It's <laughs> Definitely sounds right. I don't know anything else about it. I did not know it was a British overseas territory as opposed to, mm. you know, its own Commonwealth nation or just its own nation at all. Right, right. Um, but 
Yeah, that's. I, I also just said Turks because I because I've only ever heard of it as Turks and Caicos, not Turks Islands and Caicos Islands or Turks and Caicos Islands or anything like that. It's just Turks and Caicos. Right. So that's what I went with. Yeah, and Turks Islands was the correct answer. I assume that'll be marked correct. Hope so. Question five asks us for the Spanish word for a group of political or military leaders forming an administrative council after a change of government and gives us several examples of those from the 20th century. I don't know how well the examples helped. I was fairly <laughs> certain as I read the definition that this was junta. Mm -hmm. um, nothing really kind of dissuaded me in, in among those. I, I thought maybe the the uh, Chilean and Argentinian ones were junta, sure. Um, I don't know. It just kind of feels like one of those words that uh, isn't typically used anymore because of its connotations of kind of mm -hmm. the insulting, like... It's a negative yeah. connotation, for it's sure. Definitely, it's definitely negative, but, like, uh, it just seems like it... Like, you don't call countries banana republics anymore. Mm. Because that's, you know, uh, kind of reductive and demeaning. Right. Uh, even to, you know, granted, you know, I don't care much about the feelings of a military tribunal that has taken over a country. But still, you want to, you know, refer to them without the kind of racially tinged uh, verbiage. Yeah. But yeah, that's just... All me saying, I, I thought this was Junta, and I wasn't dissuaded from it, so I said Junta. Yeah, same. It's one of those words that I definitely learned, you know, overhearing, like, NPR news uh, yeah. as a kid. And I, I do think it is a little bit telling that the latest example given here was until 1982. I guess the, the Argentinian one says the 1980s, so I don't know what the end date is there, but, mm. like... Um, you don't hear that term bandied about these days. Yeah. Even for military dictators and that kind of thing. Um, and I admit that I don't know, um, uh, it, you know, I, I'm not current on all kinds of like Latin American or Spanish speaking country news necessarily. Um, it may just be kind of an effect of this style of government, I don't think, is becoming more popular, um, as far as I know. But, uh, you know, that's that's maybe the, the more hopeful, positive way of uh, viewing it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, but I, I, nothing else suggested itself to me besides Junta, and I thought the military tinge of it, I often see it, that as a phrase together, like a military Junta, yes. that it's... Um, it's a key aspect of that particular term. Um, so that's what I also put down. And that was correct. Indeed. According to Wikipedia, there are currently six juntas oh. uh, that are governing countries uh, of various degrees of control and legitimacy, five in Africa and one okay. in uh, Myanmar. Ah. Which is definitely the right. one that I've heard of most recently referred to as a junta. Okay. Uh, but... I don't no, yeah, no I indication. Don't term, yeah, yeah, no indication in the Wikipedia article about whether it's as racially uh, denigrated as I feel like I remember reading somewhere. But 
I don't yeah. know if like the AP style book back in the day may have said, hey, let's maybe not, but uh, hmm. I don't recall. Good question. Anyway. Uh, oh, you're, you're doing it. was correct? Yes. Yes. Question six asks us for another word, uh, specifically one for the sort of intersection of human anatomy and physiology with uh, physics with reference to tools and the like. Right. So uh, every year in the healthcare setting, we do mandatory training and education. And one of the units of it is always ergonomics. Um, and I think even to the point that it seemed familiar to me that I that the year the word was coined, I think is included in our training. Um, <laughs> but more importantly, you know, this question is clearly dancing around like, if you're talking about human anatomy and physiology with reference to tools, machines, and equipment, that's people doing work. And the science around that is, you know, squarely in the territory of ergonomics. Um, I, I feel like we've had another ergonomics question at some point since I've been a, a learned leaguer. Mm. Um, and, you know, either way, um, this was very familiar to me. I, I couldn't think of any other possible, like, I didn't know if we were talking about potentially biometrics or something that's, mm. um, you know, I, I was trying to coin terms that were sort of like ergonomics to make sure I was really in the right spot there. But, um, but yeah, this, you know, the, the um, question is clearly sort of dancing around the term work. Mm -hmm. Like that's conspicuously not mentioned when we're talking about tools, machines, and equipment humans use, those things we don't use for, like, play, necessarily. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, crafts and stuff, sure, but that's kind of like doing a task. It's not, right. you know, kicking the, fall or the ball around. It's, um, it's you know, uh, applying a, a tool or a piece of whatever to a job. Um, so that really kind of sold me on the idea that this would be ergonomics mm -hmm. and i put that down pretty confidently yep uh i sort of received some indirect training in this when i was uh working as a technical writer uh, over at the detroit arsenal oh yeah um the because uh, uh, i was working for the ground vehicle section that was uh, uh contracting out the next uh generation of main battle tank for the u.s army uh, and various other combat vehicles uh, and a, a lot of the discussion of that was fitting the sort of uh, median american male who's going to be using those mm -hmm. and to some degree the median american female who's going to be using those and the the military versions of those which are a little taller and heavier mm -hmm. uh, and as it turned out uh, i was almost precisely the median american height <laughs> weight a few other measurements oh wow uh, yeah so that was fun to discover that I, I, <laughs> I could have been a very average tanker instead of a very average personnel officer um but yeah this was uh, a thing that was uh, very frequently uh, bandied about uh, and uh, ergonomics uh, were adopted uh, as a as a field of intense uh, study by the military very early on uh, because they, they realized that, you know, when, uh, especially as vehicles became a more important part of warfare, that, you know, these 
then guys are going to be spending almost all their time in a tank. We need to make sure that everything in this tank is optimized for, mm. you know, getting the, 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 use the, the smallest and easiest and fewest movements possible to get a, a shell from where we store it into the gun and fire the gun and, sure. you know, drive it as efficiently as possible without having to move around just to do, you know, various basic mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. So that was a, uh, a lot of history uh, within the U.S. Army and the other services about ergonomics mm. in particular. So, yeah, uh, I read uh, another one that I read a few times just thinking, I, I'm not saying this is easy, but I'm saying this is immediately what I thought of, and I just want to make sure I'm not missing something here. Right. And, and I, I, I said ergonomics. And that was the correct answer. <laughs> and that, you know... I should I should say I'm not disparaging the fact that part of our annual training mm -hmm. in healthcare is ergonomics. That's for most people's jobs involve that a lot more than mine does, mm -hmm. uh, being a desk job. But there are parts of it that apply to you know working at home or working oh, yeah. at a Absolutely. in an office. Um, and so, you know, I've definitely picked up a few tips from that as well. Um, that left me with four on the day, which. Uh, you know, in, in a rundle, I always feel a little mad about that. On the other hand, I won on a uh, four-answer uh, match day yesterday. So, you know, anything can happen. Yeah, uh, I had four on the day, the exact opposite of yesterday. I missed the first two oh, yeah. and then got better. <laughs> uh, so uh, even though I got my ass comprehensively kicked yesterday, mm. uh, I'm... I won't say I'm feeling great about today because a rundle, you, yeah. you win four, you might you might pull a defensive, or you, you get four, you might pull a defensive win, but right. don't bet on it, bucko. Yeah, my only possible saving grace is that one of my misses was food and drink, yeah. so, and it's and it's not like a, you know, far-flung foreign country cuisine question where, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the kind of thing that yeah. is the kind of nerdy aspect mm -hmm. of it that i should have probably known yeah um so i'm hoping for a zero on that one at least but i guess we'll see yeah yeah i'm my food drink is horrible but my pop music is surprisingly high mm. and i'm hoping that my opponents well i'm hoping my public opponent because i'm sure my private rental opponent knows this already <laughs> you know understands that my uh the, the fact that pop music is my sixth best category uh, refers to the fact that I'm very good at it before the 21st century. Yeah. <laughs> That's where apparently most of the questions are from. Uh, not so much 2018. But we shall see. Yeah, for me, pop music is is decent but not great. So I'm hoping not to lose a huge amount on that. And it's in my top half of, yeah. of uh, things. So, you know, I guess we'll see if they listen to the podcast. Because... <laughs> Because they, I think, I, I have, like I said, similarly, very current pop music I'm kind of yep. iffy on. Uh, and it gets yep. better as you go back towards the 90s, 80s, and 70s. <laughs> um, but, you know, all we can do at this point is hope. Indeed. So that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. And remember... Don't forfeit. Don't cheat.